she is planning to pace herself. That's more than understandable, especially if your age is 96 and your name is Elizabeth II. A four-day Platinum Jubilee is happening this weekend. The Queen took a short holiday at her favorite place, Balmoral Castle in Scotland. She's over COVID, but is resting up for the special celebration, 70 years, the longest reigning monarch in British history. A royal source says she's pacing herself for the celebration of her long reign. She's planning to open up her jaw-dropping jewelry box and show off much of her finery. Family troubles aside, this queen who believes her loyalty to Christ comes first will travel to St. Paul's Cathedral Friday for a special service of Thanksgiving. She has mobility issues, and at the recent Chelsea Flower Show, she appeared in her new ride, an electric buggy. In her realm this week, many of her subjects will sing and pray, God Save the Queen. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus, and we're in a series we began yesterday called God Save the Queen. The eyes of the world are on London for the United Kingdom celebrating Queen Elizabeth's Platinum Jubilee. The British national anthem, God Save the Queen, performed at her 85th birthday at Westminster Abbey. Yesterday, we spoke with the Bishop of Carlisle, who meets with the Queen regularly and talks about her faith. If you missed it, I encourage you to visit us at haventoday.org and listen to it. But today, we're going to meet up with the author of a new book about her life, her service, and her faith in Jesus Christ. This new book, Our Faithful Queen, combines my love of pictures, my love of the Queen's faith, and, and most of all, the, the reflection of who Jesus is in what she says. That's Catherine Butcher, a former journalist from England, who will be with us in just a moment to share some interesting insights into Queen Elizabeth's life and Christian walk. Then after the program, I want to share Catherine's book with you for your gift to the ministry. It's called Our Faithful Queen, 70 Years of Faith and Service. This new book is full of colorful photos, rarely seen prayers and devotions by the Queen, and remarkable stories about her faith in Jesus Christ as she serves both him as well as her nation. I know you'll enjoy this behind-the-scenes look at the Queen's faith like my wife and I have. I really enjoyed the part about how Billy Graham encouraged her to believe in Jesus, and I believe this book will inspire your faith as well. So after the program, you can call us to make your gift to this listener-supported ministry. Our number is 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. Or visit our website, see a preview of the book, and see how beautiful it really is. And then you can make your gift at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And now let's open with music from Westminster Abbey. All people that on earth do dwell...
Welcome to Haven Today. We're going to England for our program. And uh, we're leading up to a special time, a platinum jubilee for Queen Elizabeth. On the same year that I was born, and I'm getting old, she became queen. So I want to welcome, for the very first time to Haven Today, from Eastbourne, United Kingdom, in England, Catherine Butcher. Catherine, thank you for joining us today on the program. Lovely to meet you, Charles. You know, it's uh, important to have you on a few years ago when it was a significant birthday for the Queen. Uh, we had a colleague give yours on. Both of you had written a book about the Queen called The Servant Queen. Now for um, the Platinum Jubilee, you have written the book alone, uh, and it's called Our Faithful Queen. So that's why we wanted to have you on the program today. But like me... You were a journalist at one time in your life, weren't you? That's right. Trained on the local newspaper here in Eastbourne and uh, have worked for lots of different organisations over the years, publishing magazines and books. But this book particularly excites me because it's an opportunity to reveal something of the Queen's faith. And I, I came across this tiny little book in Lambeth Palace Library called the Little Book of Private Devotions, and it was written by the Archbishop of Canterbury, Geoffrey Fisher. That's the Archbishop when the Queen was crowned. And he had written this book so that the Queen could prepare spiritually for her coronation. And it's, it's a devotional book. It's got Bible readings, it's got prayers, and then devotional thoughts. So as a journalist, I was excited because I felt I got a bit of a scoop because people had mm -hmm. never talked about this. But also as a Christian, it's so exciting to see the preparation that the Queen made from the 1st of May right through to her coronation day, praying daily, reading the Bible, reflecting on the spiritual importance of different aspects of the coronation. So as a journalist, um, yeah, I love to write. As a magazine journalist, I love to choose pictures. So our, this new book, Our Faithful Queen, combines my love of pictures, my love of the Queen's faith, and and most of all, the, the reflection of who Jesus is in what she says. I did, let's, let's, let's dig into that a little bit. And I think one of the most interesting points that shows her faith, you include a picture in the book of Queen Elizabeth with Billy Graham. And many people don't know that Billy Graham had an impact on her life, as he did so many of our listeners in North America, at least. Tell us about that. Well, uh, Billy Graham, as you know, came to the UK to do crusades and was making the news. And people who've watched the, the series, the, the fictional series, The Crown, will have seen Billy Graham as part of that. Uh, and the Queen invited Billy Graham to preach at uh, one of her chapel services. And he said in his autobiography that she was obviously very interested in the Bible because it's a tradition when someone preaches in one of the royal chapels on an occasion when the Queen is present, then they're invited back for lunch. And the conversation is about the sermon. And the Queen has shown herself to be someone who's very knowledgeable about the Bible. But it's not just a head knowledge. This is someone, the Queen is someone who, as a child, spent the first half an hour of every school week reading scripture that was her first lesson of the week with her governess mm. and then her own mother was a subscriber to daily bible reading notes and she read bible stories to her children and taught them to pray and the queen mother's 
own parents were people who read the Bible for an hour a day to their children. So the Bible has been very much part of the Queen's life. And then when it came to the coronation, the first thing she was presented with was a Bible. The Church of Scotland it plays a part in the coronation ceremony mm -hmm. and, and she was presented with this Bible. And the words that were used was, this is the most valuable thing that the world affords, which is ironic, really, because she's about to be presented with one of the largest diamonds in the world. But it's the Bible that is the most valuable thing this world affords. So it's it's very exciting to explore how her personal faith comes out uh, in these important points in her life. You know, Catherine, um, this is so interesting. I didn't realize about how much uh, the Bible means to the queen, how much she's read it in her life, how her family has read the Bible before her. Um, but let's talk about personal faith. I mean, it's one thing for the queen to invite Billy Graham to come over to preach at a royal chapel, and then he gets to stay for lunch. But there's something personal about her faith. It's not just she's the head of the Church of England, and so she wants to be a good example and live a high uh, moral life. And we'll talk about moral living in a little bit. But but there's something more to it than that, isn't there, for her? Yes. The queen um, writes her own speeches for the Christmas broadcast to the Commonwealth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's when we begin to realize how important Jesus Christ is to her, because invariably she mentions Jesus in those broadcasts. And in 2014, for example, she said, for me, the life of Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, whose birth we celebrate today, is an inspiration and an anchor in my life. And then she talks about Christ's example has taught me to respect and value people of all faiths, a nun. And she talks about Christ's example helps me to see the value of doing small things with great love. She's someone who talks personally about her faith and talks about Jesus being the, the anchor in her life. And the strength that she draws on is, is the strength of Christ. So she's, and then she, she uses Bible stories in those Christmas broadcasts and she talks so naturally. I wish every Christian could have such a natural way of talking about Jesus <laughs> But mm -hmm. but she does. And she'll she often to, she's told the story of the Good Samaritan more than once. And she seems to recognize in Jesus an example, someone who was sacrificial, but also was someone who was forgiving. And she's talked again about forgiveness and duty, lots of different aspects of of, of an ordinary Christian's life come out in her Christmas broadcasts. Mm. And and that's that's something that she's been doing. Uh, well, it preceded her, but she's certainly done it every year of uh, her monarchy, right? Yeah, there was one when she was expecting or about to have a baby. She didn't, but yes, she's she's broadcast um, her Christmas broadcast every year. And I think something I, I I believe I've heard this before. You know, she has many homes, <laughs> many mansions, many palaces. Um, Many people go on holiday or vacation, and uh, they don't go to church, even if they would normally go to church. Well, even when she's at one of her many other houses besides Buckingham, uh, she goes to church, doesn't she? Yes, absolutely. Uh, and if during lockdown there were private services, and when she and her mother and her sister remembered her father's death every year on the 6th of February, they would have a private communion service. So... 
her private faith is very much part of her life, worshipping God. And she sits in a, a fairly normal pew. I've been to the church in Sandringham and seen the pew that she sits in. It's rather scruffy. And when the Queen arrives in, in church, she comes in through a side door, no ceremony. She sits in the pew. She stands to sing just like everybody else. Hmm. Wow. That's kind of good to hear. She's normal. She's normal. If you just joined us, you're listening to Haven Today. Our guest is coming to us from Eastbourne in uh, the south coast of England. And her name is Catherine Butcher. And she has written the book on the Platinum Jubilee of Queen Elizabeth. And it's called Our Faithful Queen. Catherine, um, the church is in disarray. The Church of England. The Queen's family is in disarray today. I mentioned earlier darkness. Uh, a perverse generation is how Philippians describes the time that we're living in right now. A crooked, perverse generation. And yet the queen, she stays on task, doesn't she? She, she wants to remain faithful to her king. She does. And her coronation oath was partly to uphold the Church of England. And to, she's seen as defender of the faith. We have what's called the General Synod of the Church of England, which is the governing body of the church here in England. And the Queen opens each of the, the five-year sessions. And so in 2010, at her opening speech, she talked about what matters most. She said, what matters is holding firmly to the need to communicate the gospel with joy and conviction in our society. So she comes straight to the point. What really matters when all these different things are happy, being discussed and people are disagreeing about all sorts of different things. What matters, she said, was holding firmly to the need to communicate the gospel with joy and conviction. And she often talks about her faith as joyful. When Prince George was christened, she talks about him being baptised into the, the Christian life of joy and faithful service. She's someone who recognises her Christian faith as joyful, but also dutiful. And in the next synod, that's the one where I became part of the, the General Synod in 2021, she sent Prince Edward to read her speech for her. And he talked about the need to bring the people of this country to the knowledge and love of God. And she, she also acknowledged that the country has a richly diverse society. But she said, yes, we want to bring people to the knowledge and love of God. So I think that she obviously someone who's very aware of the differences across the Anglican communion. And yet her focus is the gospel and bringing people to that knowledge of God's love. What do you think Elizabeth, the queen can teach all of the rest of us around the world about our faith, our need for Christ? Well, I think it goes right back to the coronation. The most, the secret part of the coronation that you couldn't see on camera because it was seen, seemed to be so sacred was the anointing. And as she prepared for her, her coronation anointing, she was invited to consider Jesus' baptism and that point when the Holy Spirit came on him and his ministry began. And for the Queen, that sacred moment was when the royal robes were removed, the jewels were removed, and she came to God in her own person as an ordinary woman to be anointed by God. And that's something that is available to mm. all of us. The Holy Spirit anointing is available to all of us mm. to empower us to serve. And so I think the Queen can teach us that in the power of the Holy Spirit, we can be people who can serve others. We can be people who can, can forgive. 
mean, remember, she was someone who reached out in forgiveness to a member of the provisional IRA who had perhaps been involved in the murder of one of her cousins. So the Queen is someone who's put her faith into practice and has talked about how important forgiveness is. She's talked about serving our neighbour. She's talked about uh, loving someone and um, she's talked about loving our neighbours and treating them as we would want to be treated. So Mm. she's someone who has given us a real example of what it is to be a follower of Jesus, someone who is empowered to do what she does in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen to that, Catherine Butcher, author of Our Faithful Queen. It's been a real delight to have you on the program with me today. Do you mind praying before we go? Okay. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the Queen. We thank you for her example of service and duty. We thank you for her love for your son, Jesus. And we ask, Father, that you will bless her, that you will continue to give her health and strength. You will continue to enable her to witness to you and to be a leader who is able to inspire others to find out more about you. So, Father, bless her, particularly at this Platinum Jubilee season. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. really sweet version of the 23rd Psalm, which was also used on a TV show in England called The Vicar of Dibley. The Lord is my shepherd here on this haven today. 
God Save the Queen. Well, as you just heard, Queen Elizabeth has been a great example of someone living out their faith in the public eye. But it hasn't been easy. How do we share our faith and not be so pushy? But on the other side, sometimes we can be too afraid to talk about our faith in Christ. Queen Elizabeth has walked between these two lines for a long time, tastefully sharing her faith with her nation in word and deed. The legacy she wants to leave is the same we should all aspire to. I was someone who served Jesus because he served me first. And you're really going to see this theme in the new book called Our Faithful Queen, 70 Years of Faith and Service. It was written by the co-author of The Servant Queen that we offered several years ago. But this new book focuses on her 70-year reign as queen. The book is beautiful to look at as it's filled with numerous photos from the past and rarely seen prayers written by the queen. And it all points to her vibrant faith in Jesus Christ. I believe this book will inspire you to boldly live out your faith in Christ in both word and deed in your family, in your church, in your workplace, and in your world. So call us right now. Make a gift to the ministry, but ask for your copy of Our Faithful Queen. Our number to call is 800-65-HAVEN. 800-65-HAVEN. Or check out some of the sample pages from Our Faithful Queen. See for yourself how beautifully laid out the pages are. Then make your gift at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again we'll share together this great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. No pain, no game. That might be one of the worst sayings in our culture today. After all, pain is often a sign that something's wrong, like when a young child touches the red-hot oven door. Pain is telling him that he needs to stop right away, and his tears show that he understands the message. But God uses suffering. Remember what the Apostle Paul says in Romans 8? I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. We all suffer in the Christian life. Pain is a reality on this fallen planet. But one day, we will be with Christ. All our tears will be wiped away. That's our hope, even through suffering. Get started with Anchor Devotional today. Visit GetAnchor.com.